millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I told my family not to bother me, so. We love to hear it. Um, so, we are back, finally. We're back, baby! Um, even though technically by the time uh, this is released, it will only have been... Uh, one week without content because I will be releasing the um, beautiful disaster that was the Mona Lisa stream. So, <laughs> but uh, Emily is here and she's going to be hosting with me for a little while till we get some shit sorted. People are busy, life <laughs> happens, you know. So we're back. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm glad you are. We love to hear that. Um, so I watched. Bo Burnham's new special last night. Yeah, I got your Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, um, are you okay? I'm great. I Snapchatted her and my other friend crying after I finished it. And it's so funny because I go on like TikTok and I see people talking about it and they're all like, you know, this man, he never said it was a comedy special. He just said it was a Netflix special. And I was like, I really, I played myself there. I played myself. I need to watch it. I have been um, putting it off because I've been doing really well mentally and I'm like, will this send me into a spiral? <clears throat> Maybe. We'll see. I felt both so attacked and so seen. Okay. And fair. Like, I, I think I kind of needed it. You know? That could, be a, that could be a thing we do. That could be a discussion stream. We watch and then just, like, we just talk about it. Yeah. Potential idea. <laughs> but yeah, and I'm gonna try and get my sister to watch it with me tonight. But we'll see how that goes. Oh, I should uh, full screen this instead of falling into that habit of continually forgetting again. Very cute of me. But Love that for you. Yeah, any, any life updates? Because like, that was really my big thing. I watched that last night and it made me feel things. Um, I'm on the final season of Shit's Creek, and I'm not ready for it to be over. I'm just so excited, because, like... I love Shit's Creek so much! It has become my new comfort show. But I don't want it to be done, so I'm, like, trying to, like... I've been doing one episode a day to just, like, get it in small doses so I don't finish it too I quick. literally, I can't, physically cannot bring myself to watch the final season of The Good Place. Because I'm like, oh. if, I, if I don't watch it, it's not over. It wrecked me, so that might be a good idea. <laughs> but, like, I know it'll wreck me in, like, a good way. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe that is something I will I will get to eventually. That yeah, show. Just, like, I, if it's not, if I don't watch it, it isn't over. I just loved how they took, like, season one was just, like, fun and quirky and, like, oh, what'll happen to these people? And then by the final season it's, like... There is no ethical consumption under capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, like, let's take this fun show and then make it make you question everything. I, like, I see that with a lot of, sh like, a lot of shows I tend to like are, like, kind of, like, slow-boiling pots. Like, I've talked about this before, but, like, BoJack Horseman... I started watching that like, haha, the horse is an asshole, and then by the end you're just like, <sighs> oh, oh, yeah, essentially. Great show. Um, watch all of them if you haven't. I have not. That'll be next on my list. Good stuff. But um, the first question I've got for today is something that I didn't like steal off of the internet or like 
you know, take from, like, other Twitter discourse that I've already seen. This is something that I came up with in my, like, real actual life. And there's a story behind this. Because it was a really hot day, and I was wearing, like, a spaghetti strap top. And I have to wear a strapless bra with it. And, uh, when I was wearing this top, I, like, looked down and I was like, wow. For whatever reason, this bra, like, it, it has never been more obvious which my boobs is bigger. And that got me thinking. Um, this is a question directed mostly directed for like my ladies, my ladies, anybody in the world in possession of a pair of breasts. Um, do we think that your dominant hand influences which boob is bigger? And I have a theory for this because I'm yes. I'm right-handed, and like you use your right like whatever your dominant hand is, you use it more. So even in like the smallest way like you know like using your hand like you have to use all the muscles that are connected like in your arm shoulder and like kind of pec muscles as well so like because you use your dominant hand more like just for like little things it's getting that little bit extra of like like muscle building like in your hand and in all the muscles that are connected so maybe that gives you like the tiniest bit more like pectoral muscle definition in whichever your in like whichever side of your body is your dominant hand is and that like n makes the one boob bigger cuz it has a larger muscle underneath it. Right. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to partially be like everything you just said is wrong and then okay. partially be like everything you just said is right. Okay, great. <laughs> For me personally, I'm right-handed and my left boob is bigger. Okay, see, I'm right-handed and my right boob is bigger. Yeah, so you asked me this question a couple days ago, so I, like, did my prep work. Oh, yes. And so I'm just, like, you know, standing in the mirror, like, looking at myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized that, like, my left boob was bigger, however, my right boob was more, like, perky. Like, she stood up a little bit more. Interesting. So I'm... Like, oh, like, yeah, more muscle, like, makes her a little bit more, like, up there. Wow. So, like, you're wrong, but you're right. <laughs> Points taken. But, yeah, I was, like, I was, like, so proud of myself for coming up with that. I was, like, man, I have, like, a, like, I have a theory. I am thinking yeah. about this. So, yeah. But, actually, now that I'm, like, now that you're saying that, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. Cause like So Yeah, cause like a theory can evolve. The boob is mostly like it's like the mammary glands and then just like fat tissue, essentially. So mm -hmm. like yeah, how would muscle size have any connection like size of the muscle have any connection to that? It, even if it is I mean, like even if one side of your body is like has more supporting muscle underneath because it's like like whichever side your dominant hand is on yeah um to be fair i'm wondering like maybe i just think that my left one is bigger because she's more like a little, a little bit more saggy but like maybe they're just like this is also maybe possible. my right one is actually better she's just so strong <laughs> <laughs> she's just very well supported yeah <laughs> Much, to, much to think about, honestly. Yeah. So, and I've never taken like let us know any yeah comment comment below. <laughs> let us know. Give us some data to extrapolate from, because I've never like I've taken like high school and college biology, but I never got any deeper into like an, like anatomy, like where you like really study like muscle and bone and like organ and tissue structure. I never really got into that. So maybe I'm just like. I'm completely wrong, and somebody out there who, like, actually understands, like, the way muscles and joints and bones and tissues work on a very deep level, come tell me that I'm wrong. I'd love to hear it. It's <laughs> funny, because, like, you were like, oh, like, I don't know a lot of biology, and I was like, I know a lot of biology, but this is not at all But yeah, not, the, not that of flavor biology. of biology. <laughs> Yeah, I, as a person, 
like I like the kind of like con like science like concepts I kind of like like I loved earth science when I was in school but then like taking geology in college like I enjoyed it but it was like oh like math and I was like shit like I like just like learning like cool facts about like volcanoes or like these are the different like uh organs in this system name them on this chart like I was good at that kind of science Mm -hmm. I kind of hate human biology which is like funny to say as a bio major because I feel like most people who are bio majors are like oh pre-med blah 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 but I hate it I have really been into um ecology and like studying um relationships within like organisms in a community and seeing how like population growth affects one another and like trophic levels that's That's my jam actually it's funny you mentioned that because there's something like vaguely vaguely related i um in the realm of me being insufferably nerdy i have um started reading the dune saga i'm on the second book okay but like the whole premise also like you know spoilers if you're planning on reading it before the movie comes out or whatever um but like one of the characters um is what they in the book call like a planetary ecologist and his thing is that like he was trying to make this like kind of desert wasteland planet like actually like you know comfortably habitable for people so he was like oh (laughs) like we start by planning like these like you know scraggly cactusy things that can survive in the desert and you just like and like once those like kind of take root and start like uh making like the sand dunes like stay in one place then you can start planting like these like you know more fragile type plants and it was like figuring out ways to change the environment while still like like using the relationships between things in an environment to right shift it it was really like it was really really cool and like i know it's science fiction but i love the kind of science fiction where like i think they call it like hard sci-fi where it's like you start with like definite like actual scientific concepts and then are like what would this thing look like in a universe where this happens or whatever yeah this is really cool so yeah uh, so one of my read the dune saga favorite books and favorite movies is the martian I haven't actually watched or read it, but I've heard very good things. Please continue. It's so good. So, like, the premise is they're on, like, this space mission to Mars, and they get there, and, like, while they're there, there's a storm, and one Ashcroft gets left behind on Mars, and he just, like, has to figure out how to survive. And so, like, there's some, like, very real science of stuff he's doing, and then there's some stuff that you're kind of like, okay, we'll go with it. Yeah. Like, I... And I think it's a good mix. I distinctly remember the first time I watched, like, yeah, Jurassic Park. Like, it's very, very out there. But I distinctly remember the first time I watched it with my sister. We were both kind of, like, when they were talking about, like, the dinosaur DNA thing, about how they, like, filled in the gaps with, like, frog DNA. And, like, you know, they extracted the blood from mosquitoes that had been trapped in amber. And we were just like, I know this is science fiction, and I know this is very much not possible, but I'm also kind of alarmed at the amount of conceptual sense it makes yes like whether or not However, you could actually do this really it feel like i buy it in yeah. the universe of this movie um the thing that did annoy me and still annoys me to this day is that like um evolutionary wise um dinosaurs and like t-rex and everything are closer to like yeah chickens. closer to birds like just take the chicken dna it's right there it's yeah. literally right there <laughs> But also, the movie was made in what, like, the 80s? Yeah, fair. So, were we at that point in paleontology, where we were like, they're actually closer to chickens Um, than a modern lizard? I don't actually know. It, like, is tricky, because at that point, evolution was still, like, a fresh-ish concept, where, like, people were like, no, that's not real. And so they had to, like, do all the work of being like, no, like, here's evidence, here's this, here's that. Yeah. Just for religious people to be like, eh, no. no. Well, I mean, you still need that, but, like. Yeah. 
I also have a theory that um, Jurassic Park, the original Jurassic Park, is the perfect movie to watch no matter um, like who you're with. Just like I have, oh, okay. I have never been with a group of people and watched Jurassic Park. Like nobody has ever been bored in my. Like, and maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe people right. there are definitely people out there who I'm sure who fucking hate it. But like, my mom and my sister both really are not like action or science fiction or like fantasy people and my dad like he like you know he likes like star trek and stuff but like original series star trek because like that was on when he was like in college and stuff and you know he's also like the as as many white dads is you know perpetually studying for a history test on world war ii that you know they just don't know when it's coming <laughs> so like all that kind of stuff but like my mom and my sister both love the original Jurassic Park, and so does my dad. I like. I just think it's. There has been no point at which I've been in a group of people and been like, "Let's watch Jurassic Park," and they said no. Right. I don't know. I just. I and think it's one. very entertaining to, to everybody. One more Jurassic World movie coming out. <laughs> Probably. I think. Um, because I when that comes out, we're doing a tier list. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> um, I enjoyed watching them. Like, I saw the first two new ones in theaters. And mm -hmm. I, again, I enjoyed watching them because I was like, ooh, dinosaurs with, like, the, um, the absolutely amazing special effects capabilities that we have now. Like, this is fantastic. But, like, in retrospect, are they really, like, is the actual, like, substance of the movie really that good no and also you know like chris pratt worst chris true so we do not stand we do not stand but also so like yeah i mean dinosaurs hell yeah but pretty much everything else about the actual substance of the movie i'm like not that great in retrospect it's still like the funniest thing to me as a concept like i get the first one they're like this is something we're gonna do we're like gonna it's so try and like i get yeah but then just like to do, so, it let's do it again to do it again, oh, let's do it again. <laughs> and like the, the other Why? sequels make sense like the first like the original trilogy yeah. of sequels make sense to me because it's like at the end of the first movie we have this just island of dinosaurs now just like with no one on it out there like that's definitely yeah. something that needs to be handled <laughs> But then they're just like, yeah, let's do it again. Let's do it again. I, th I think it'll work out fine. Do we not remember what happened the first time? I mean, to be fair, though, is that not what has been happening in the United yeah. States with lockdown? They're just like, oh, let's just let's just let people do things. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, let's let people do things. Yeah. <laughs> the more I... Actually, yeah, the more I think about it, the more I learn about it, like, just... Capitalism. The more I think about capitalism, yeah, they definitely would do it again. Never mind. It didn't seem realistic to me the first time I watched that movie, but that was in, like, 2018. Yeah, now you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah that's literally that's, what would happen. That's definitely, <laughs> that's exactly what would happen. Um, I feel, I had something else I was going to say, but it just... Oh, um, thing I do like about the first of the new Jurassic Park, I like that um, Jimmy Buffett has like a three second cameo as man in Hawaiian yes. shirt holding margaritas. I'm obsessed. That I is love delightful. It. Oh, speaking of me not remembering things, I distinctly remember last night when I was falling asleep, I thought of something. I don't know what that something was, but I distinctly remember thinking oh yeah, like, that's not, like, a like a question, but that's something that, like, usually stirs up strong emotions. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it was. I'd love to. It would have been great podcast material, but it's gone now. Bye. Bye-bye. Have you, like, ever, you wake up and you're like, oh my god, like, I just had the best dream, and, like, as you try to remember it, you just feel it slipping feel away it from your thoughts, yep. and you're like, oh my god. Like, I know it was cool, but now I, like, can't remember a single thing about what happened. That's the goddamn worst. Yeah, and I, I have, I don't know, it's so, 
I don't experience that quite as often because I have like it's just weird, weird Zoloft dreams. Fair. <laughs> those are those are vivid. Yeah. But I I I do know the feeling. But um hard hard left turn into the next thing I have planned for okay. today. And it's is this thing real in the sense of like is this genuine or is this perf like was this a performance? Uh, okay. well-known piece of Harry Potter fanfiction, My Immortal. Is- is it... real? Oh my god, I- every day I try to forget <laughs> that My Immortal exists, and here we are! <laughs> also, um, you know, just putting it out there once again, fuck J.K. Rowling. True. Absolutely. I always feel so weird, like, talking about anything relating to Harry Potter just because of how, like, absolutely horrendous that woman decided to be in yeah. public. Well, but that, honestly, like, is one of my favorite things about fanfiction in general, but just, like, fan communities, is that, like, there's the ability to just kind of be like, ah, you suck, so we're just, well, we got it from here, yeah. we're taking we'll over. handle it from here. I also really love that, like, when she was, like, like, like when first people were like, "Hey, I think you might be like misinformed about this." Like, here's some here's some resources, and then she started doubling down, and like almost everyone from Harry, like all the Harry Potter's like actors came out and were just like, "No, no, no, no. don't don't no. let me in with this." <laughs> also, um, Daniel Radcliffe would have been famous no matter what. The man is talented. He did Absolutely. not need Harry Potter. Yeah. I wonder, though, like, this is off on a tangent again, but, like, do you think that he would have pursued acting had they not been like, hey, little 12-year-old boy, you want to be in a movie? Um, I think so, because I'm pretty sure he had gotten, like, a small part in a movie prior to that with Dame Maggie Smith. So, like, okay. I, I think he had, no matter yeah. like, it was very small, but I think he had a foothold. So... I think that he probably, though, would have done more theater yeah. acting. Because yeah, he's I, can def I can definitely see that. Gotten into that now, which we love, but. We do, Sam. Um, but yeah. My Immortal, like, and I've never even, like, sat down and read the whole thing. I just, like, know. Like, I've read the important bits, I know about it. But, like, I just. I cannot figure out, like, if this is somebody, like, genuinely, like, this, like, they wrote this, we're like, this is a great story, like, this is fantastic, like, I'm a genius. Especially because there's, like, the little, like, asides within... Oh, I forgot to turn off my air conditioner, I just realized, because my lights right. flickered. Because I'm using so much power. Um, hopefully that doesn't destroy <laughs> the sound quality, but it should probably be fine. I... I'll be good. I'm so good at this. Um, the fact that there are, like, author's notes, in, like, in the middle of the story, like, I cannot figure out if this is genuine or if this is, like, a perfect piece of satire about the, like, the stories written by just, like, 14-year-old girls who, like, haven't yeah. been shamed out of writing the- like, writing their kind of, like, self-indulgent fantasy stories yet. I- you are just broadening my horizons, because I always, <laughs> like, every time I think about it, I'm like, oh my god, like, who wrote this? Maybe bullying is okay. <laughs> also, I love that, like, we have never been able to figure out who wrote it. No, I honestly, I think that that's one of life's great mysteries, and I, like, who I don't actually want to know. Yeah, no, I never want to know. <laughs> but, like, is, I can't, I just, is this I, genuine? If so, if it is genuine, like, what are you doing good for you, I guess, for having the confidence to, like, 
got the fourth and June. And also, like, ah. it's literally, like, hundreds of thousands of yes. words. Like, if yeah. that's something that was genuinely written by, like, a 15-year-old girl that just loved the Harry Potter universe that much, like, again, that's why I love, like, fanfiction, like, as a concept. So great. People literally write novels for free because they love something so much, but, like... <laughs> I applaud the commitment. Yes. Like, good for you. You really went for it. Mm-hmm. However, like, if it is written, like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, that would be brilliant. I to have it be like the way that it is. This I is making fun of all of the cringe fanfic where it's literally just like, oh, uh, I got sold to One <laughs> Direction. Hogwarts and Harry and Ron are both in love with yeah. her. He he he. Like. I really do think there's, a, like, a genuine possibility that this could be one of the greatest pieces of, like, satire yeah. that has ever graced I, this planet. You're gonna make me read my immortal, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even read the whole thing. I just, again, I just know it through, like, the bits that are continually passed around the internet. Yes. I have tried many a time. Like, you know what? Like, know your meme, meme culture. You gotta know, you gotta do the research, right? I enjoy the so dramatic readings. And I get through, like, two chapters. I'm like, mm, I can't anymore. I can't. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot. And also, is it even, like, still on the internet in its entirety anymore? I feel like there was a whole thing oh about God. it, like, being I... taken down and reposted. and Catch me getting on Google literally right now. It's so funny, when Maddie and I were doing the podcast with Tim Meredith, he was like, oh, you're, like, he was, like, quoting from some other podcast that he listened to, he was like, oh, and we'll never know, because you're not allowed to Google something on the podcast, and we're both just like, you're what now? And then, what? As, and then as soon as we were like, we Google things on here all the time, he's like, I'm fucking Googling it! Oh god, it's on, okay, so, it is posted on fanfiction.net. Oh, fanfiction.net, what a website that um, is. But the first, like, it said, um, disclaimer, I did not write this. The infamous worst fanfiction ever posted here, unedited, for your lulls. Rated M40. Then he put his thingy in my, you know what, and we did it for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Again, the dramatic readings of, like, passages from that fanfiction just like oh wait but wait what yeah so um there has cha um all 44 chapters jesus how many words it. um it oh so maybe this isn't all of it because this is 24,000 words so what is the okay hold on and then there's a, a post Oh, so that was the last update of My Immortal that I know of. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like... Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Gets of it might have gotten lost, like, as the internet has kind of, like evolved because this was first published in 2011 and it was updated in 2016 of this is the last thing that i know was on there interesting i'm going to force myself to do it aren't i (laughs) (laughs) so much to unpack with that and just the fact that like within the author's notes of the fanfiction like the thing like the little blurbs at the top and the bottom before you get to the actual like story like she's like like whoever's writing it's like beefing with their friend yeah who's like writing it with them like so much so much going on i um at the very beginning because now i'm just looking at it because of course (laughs) as you should be um I re- and at the very beginning of the first chapter, there's an author's note at the beginning this time, and one of the things in the author's notes is MCR rocks. And I'm just like, I agree. Thank you for making sure we all know. It's such a, it's such a dated piece of content too. Like just talking about like the app, like the immortal. First of all, just talking about like the Avril Lavigne like hair streaks, like referencing that and like. I know the original username of the person, like, had all the, like, X's and, like, underscores of that, like, scene emo era of the internet. Yeah. Such a, like, dated piece of work, but also a timeless work of art, in my opinion. My immortal is immortal. <laughs> um, quick tangent. Uh, favorite, favorite fanfiction site. You're gonna come for me, but obviously it's AO3. Oh, same. AO3. <laughs> AO3 is tops. I gotta say, fanfiction.net, if you are in much older fandoms, very yeah. useful. Like, on the, like, early, early, like, message board internet of, like, the 90s when the X-Files was actually airing, there was a massive, massive fanfiction community. There were literally, like, X-Files fanfictions on the internet from, like, 1997 so like if you're looking for like older fandoms like sometimes it's genuinely where you have to go but other than that AO3 things like Wattpad and like DeviantArt they scare or like LiveJournal they scare me those are scary places that I don't want to go used to be a Wattpad person However, okay, in my defense, I would just Google, like, the kind of fanfic I was looking for, and if Wattpad was what came up, that's what I went with. That's how I found fanfiction. Like, Googling. Because I think I Googled, like, a show I, like, started watching and, like, never finished. I Googled, like, does this thing happen between these two characters? Because I wanted to know. And then I got something from, like, fanfiction.net where somebody had, like, written this happening. And that's how I discovered fanfiction. Or, like, that I discovered that fanfiction was a thing. Because, let's be real, I was writing that shit when I was, like, eight. And I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. I, uh, discovered fan- Okay, well, not fanfiction. I discovered Wattpad. Through freaking Dan and Phil fanfic. <laughs> I was never one of the Dan and Phil girls. But I knew some. <laughs> so, but like, honestly, you know what? <laughs> and I've done many, many cringe things in my life, and I am, I am celebrating the death of cringe culture so happily. But I gotta say, I'm very Absolutely. proud to be able to say that I never drew cat whiskers on my face. Don't come at me like this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, which, like, okay, which, as an aside, 
that whole thing was like one of the mo- like most invasive yeah like looking back in the entire world like i don't know i despise as a whole the concept of like writing fan fiction about real people and like shipping real people as a concept and like getting angry when your ship isn't together in real life or whatever however a part of me is like a little bit like we were right dan and phil (laughs) yeah i don't know i think like i don't quite know how i feel about writing fan fiction about real people because people do it about like Um, you know, I'll just, I'll expose myself. Uh, the Beatles. People yeah. write a fair amount of fanfiction regarding the Beatles. And some of it, which I have read, um, and I don't know, like... Well, like, half of them are dead now, so, like... That's a particularly interesting thing to me, because people kind of, like, don't... Like, they kind of leave it alone. Like, it's very separate from, like, the actual people. It's more of, like, the Beatles as, like... Because they had, like, movies that they were in, like, A Hard Day's Night and stuff. It's more of, like, the Beatles as characters. And, like, I don't know. People do do, like, kind of, like, weird stuff and, like, you know, like, ship John Lennon and Paul McCartney. But it's very separate from the actual living human beings that were in the band. And some of it is kind of interesting to me. Like, some of the stuff that I like reading is just like, yeah, here's a story about them being on tour and the thing happens. I'm like... Okay. Like, kind of in the vein of, like, A Hard Day's Night. Yeah. But I think writing fanfiction about real people, like, really crosses a line when it's, like, actual harassment of, like... (laughs) Yeah, but, like, actual, like, harassment of, like, real people and just being like, why are you two dating? Or, like, sending, like, creepy threats to, like, someone's actual partner because they're not with the person you want them to be with, like jesus christ or even like tweeting at your famous celebrity and being like hi i wrote this extremely graphic sex scene between you and one of your friends yeah read it that's gross that's disgusting that is like literal harassment awful Yeah. yeah yeah although i think like that might be how you know you've made it. <laughs> when when people start writing fan fiction about you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, probably to a degree. Can't say it would be fun to know that that exists, but also that you're important enough that people are that invested right. in your in your life uh, or in like the concept I... of you as a character was famous i wouldn't be able to stop myself from reading it like if oh there was God, a fan fiction that existed about me mm-hmm. i would eat it up yep wow yep <laughs> really calling myself out here on this episode of the podcast but that's fine you know what it is what it is we were cringy so you don't have to be dear oh, actually you know what be cringy be as cringe as long as you are not harassing people or doing anything that harms other people be as cringy as you want cringe culture is dead do what makes you happy have fun unapologetically be yourself it's not cringe if you're not embarrassed about it (laughs) it is not cringe if you're not embarrassed about it own it yeah because i i hate cringe culture and just be like oh you know you get to a certain age and you like can't have fun anymore like you can't genuinely be excited about anything more i'm like fuck that i'm not gonna spend the rest of my life just being like oh yeah i like it ironically no so um using like irony is used for like things like slang like i used to say um yeet ironically and now I, I can't, yeah. like, anytime I throw something, yeet! <laughs> like, yeet! 
Yeah. But, like, that's the only time it's allowed. It's not like you start, like, being like, oh, I'm gonna say it to be stupid, and now you can't stop. Yeah, I have so many things like that. It's really bad. Like, I start saying any kind of, like, I, like, genuinely say the word groovy now sometimes. I'm like, oh, I'll say it ironically, and then it's like, oh, fuck. That. Now this is just an actual part of my vocabulary. I did that with rad. Yeah, I say rad a lot. Whacking my desk. But, um, speaking of things that we say... Um, how do you say the acronym for laughing out loud when you say that in conversation? How do you say it? Um, I just, like, try to avoid it. I oh, try I say to it avoid saying it out loud. Um, but, like, if somebody sends me a text I'm reading it in my head, it's LOL. Oh, I say lol. Lol? Yeah. You say lamau, too, for laughing my ass off? No. <laughs> But I always, I don't say it. Whenever I say um, LMAO, I always think of the aliens like hey, LMAO. Yeah, I always think of that. I don't, and now that you point it out, I don't know why. I, in my head, and both out loud, read "lol" as a single word. But I read things like "WTF" and "LMAO." Yeah. As like let as like letters of an act, like. Not an acronym. Uh, I mean, I guess it is an acronym. Sort of, yeah. Um, however, I there is a distinct difference in my head, and I can't explain it. Like, I wouldn't be able to give an example of, like, using LOL when it's all lowercase, what I hear in my head, versus, like, when an old person types LOL in all capital letters. Okay, like, no, those are right. completely you're different right. things. And I physically, no, you're so right. And I don't have a way. Like both of them in my head are LOL, but like There's it's so difference. different. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. The human brain is so weird. I like somebody, like there's someone pointed it out like on Tumblr or something. But it was like when people are writing, we use a question mark to denote like an upward like a upward vocal inflection even if the statement like isn't a question and i like i think it's so interesting the way people like we come up with these like little grammar rules that just sort of like evolve from the way that people like interpret text to speech cool stuff also, like, speaking of that, shout out to Spanish, because in Spanish, like, you know it's a question right at the beginning with the upside down question mark, and I just think that English should adopt that. Like, have you ever been reading something, and then, like, you get to the end, and you're like, oh, that was a question, let me read it again. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you, you make some points. You make some pretty solid points. I want to know that I'm reading it in my head correctly from the get-go. Give me that question mark. Oh, so you have an you have an internal monologue. Oh yeah, that bitch never shuts up. Okay, cool. Because I know because I know oh, this was like shocking to me to find out, but some people don't. Yeah, which is like whack. I also just found out um, semi recently that some people okay based off of this meme. Um, there's this meme that was like. If you're sad, you can just rotate a cow in your head for free, and no one can stop you. <laughs> I know what you're and talking like, about. Sometimes I just think about that, and I <laughs> rotate a little cow in my head. But then it like led into all of this discourse because some people like if I said picture a cow in your head and rotate it, like some people's brains aren't able to like. Yeah, some people can't, and they like picture a cow, and they like don't realize until someone like, and they're like completely able to just, like, go about their lives, but they don't realize it until somebody points it out. It's like how yeah. sometimes people, like, don't realize that they're colorblind until, like, they put, until they, like, put on, like, the corrective glasses or whatever. Like, they just think that, like... Oh. I think it's, like, red-green colorblind or something. Like, they just think that, like, whatever they're seeing, they're perceiving as red. They're just like, oh, yeah, that's just red. But then they, like, put on the glasses and they're like, oh, no. Shit. Yeah. It's not... Can't rotate. Some people can't rotate. Now I'm trying to like. I'm 
seeing if I could do it. Like those poor people. And I'm pretty sure I can. I love rotating a cow in my head. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> well, now he's going the other way. <laughs> That's so interesting. Sometimes anyway, the internet is awful. Other times lately. it's wonderful. That's been my new trick lately for when I've been sad. I just rotate a cow in my head for a little bit and it always makes me laugh. I'll have to start trying that. I never thought of it as a solution, but maybe it is. There he goes. Oh, maturity. Yeah. Two grown adults. Um... The last thing I have listed for today, what would be, like, what's the, what do you want to see as a Muppet movie? Because people were like, there was oh. discourse about this when The Great Gatsby entered the public domain. Mm-hmm. And they were like, where, where is it, you know? Um... Not to be controversial, but the first thing that popped into my head was the Saw series. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. Like, everything exactly the same, too. Like, but it's just Kermit. Yeah. The, the Jigsaw doll is just replaced by Kermit. Yeah. And I just, okay, I, like, have been low-key obsessed with the Saw series lately, so, like, I could do a perfect casting. I have It to would be amazing. Watch the Saw series, and I'm really only interested in watching the first one, because I respect that the first one was like, hey, we're a bunch of broke college kids making a film, and we can't afford a bunch of sets or an ensemble cast, so this is how we're gonna work around it. Like, I really respect that. As for the rest of it, I'm not particularly interested, because it feels kind of torture porny. It is. However, like, have you, do you know at all what happens in the first one? Like, do you know I, like, what's... You're in a box. It's like, oh, do okay, this yeah. thing or you die. So, you need to watch the first one solely for the fact that by the time it was done, my jaw was on the floor, and I was just like, holy shit. Again, and, like, I am very interested in watching the first one because I have, like, it's genuinely important, like, piece of, yeah. like, the history of, like, horror as a genre. Yes. It's the rest of them where I kind of lose interest. Yeah. Well, I think, too, like, the fact that, like, they managed to do it where the vast majority of the scene, like, of the scenes in the movie are just two men chilling in a bathroom. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's... And it's still, like... I was never bored. It captivated my attention. I yeah. was like, oh and my like, god, as a happen? person who like, like I, as a person, like I would love to do film, like or any kind of like content creation, like career wise, like that's that's really fucking impressive. Like that they could just be like, yeah. yeah, we have we have one room and we're gonna make a whole movie. Yeah, and so then like the other movies do it to like a lesser extent. Yeah, but still like every movie I get excited about but yeah also it is a little torture porny but i kind of want to see the muppets pull that off <laughs> yeah okay i think they could do it i saw uh, maybe i'll try and find this and link it i saw somebody on twitter say that they want muppet rocky horror and brad and janet are the only humans absolutely i need it um also Within that, any Muppet movie, like, make a movie, have it be Muppets, and then just insert Kanye West somewhere. Go on. <laughs> and just so, it's just, you know, like, all the Muppets are there, but nobody tells Kanye West going into it that he's going to be the only human actor. Like, nobody's like, hey, dude, just so you know, it's a Muppet movie, but then, like, you're the only human, like... They just throw him on set. So is Kanye and then also unscripted? Um, yes and no. So, like, he has a part, but, like, they're just trying to see him try to act and, like, exist 
with these Muppets. Because, <laughs> like, he needs a part to be put into it, you know? Yeah. Um, speaking of Muppet movies, I gotta say, the Muppet Christmas Carol, Sir Michael Caine acting his ass off as though he is not surrounded by Muppets. Yes, absolutely. And Love that's it. why I think he's the only one who could pull it off. And Kanye West absolutely could not. So I want to see that. It would be pretty entertaining, I'm not gonna lie to you. And I'm also just trying to think of, like, other, like, even things that aren't, like, public domain at this point, like The Great Gatsby. Like, what other things I would just like to see as a Muppet movie? Because I'm sure there's plenty. Like, I'm looking at my shelf of movies. Give me Muppet War and Peace. Yes. I want that. I would love to see them- I want, like- Because, like, you know how sometimes they, like, put, like, a little, like, Muppet twist on, like, the names of the characters? Try doing Mm -hmm. that with, like, uh, Pyotr Ilyich Bezukov. (laughs) Good luck. They'd manage. I know, and they would, and I'd love to see what they come (laughs) up with. I think that it would be amazing to see them in, like, hard-hitting movies, like, Give me Fast and the Furious, but it's Muppets. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. What other serious movies would be good? I'm realizing now that I don't have a ton of serious movies on my shelf. Uh, Or just, like... I don't even know. What? Like... I mean, the possibilities really are endless. Yeah, you could do anything. And they would, like, they would just be able to pull it off. Miss Piggy can do anything, first of all. Love her. <laughs> uh, also, tangent. Why why did the, like, original Muppet show ever end? I don't know what I'm angry about it. Like, that's not, that's not a format that, like... Like... It's a ske- variety sketch show with a celebrity guest. That's not a format right. that ever, like, runs out of material. No. Why has it not just been going since, like, the 70s? Because I've watched I the original Muppet Show, like, that. both as a kid and, like, currently. It's delightful. Why did we end this? Right. I just want to see the Muppets more. Yeah, more more Muppet content. Thank you. Yeah. They're underutilized. They deserve better. I agree. I agree. They really do. Now I'm just thinking about all the episodes of The Muppet Show I want to go back and rewatch. Um, John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch, except it's Muppets. Is John Mulaney still the John human? Mulaney? Or just any any situation where John Mulaney is surrounded by Muppets. I just imagine that he would be incredibly unfazed by it. He really would be. Like, they'd finish the show and, like, the director would be like, wow, you did so good with the Muppets. And he'd be like, what Muppets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, I can definitely see that happening. I also think that... He just vibes. That if um, John Mulaney and Bo Burnham were ever to collaborate, um, it would it would like vaporize everybody in a certain radius. Yeah, I would never recover. Yeah, no, I simply would not. But I still I want just, it. That'd be it for me. I still want it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think we would just have to stop comedy after that. Like it'd be over. Yeah, like all right, well, <laughs> we had a that's good run. The funniest thing I will have ever seen. So I guess I'm <laughs> never watching another comedy. Yeah. Give me that someday, please. <laughs> oh my god! No, I'm thinking about Knives Out with the Muppets. <gasps> Don't spoil it for me. I haven't actually seen it, but that sounds like a brilliant idea. I know, I know. There are so many things I need to watch. But based on just, like, the reviews, that sounds brilliant. Knives Out just truly, like, already a star-studded cast, but the Muppets are bigger stars. (laughs) Correct. 
Um, give me any Muppet, like, Agatha Christie story, like, and then there were none or something, or, like, Murder on the Orient yeah. Express. Muppet that. That would be delightful to watch. And again, like, you know, you can have the one human, because that's always fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Muppet, Muppet Agatha Christie stories. Thank you. Especially, and then there were none, or Murder on the Orient Express. That'd be so good. That'd be so entertaining. Right, yeah. I would love it. I have decided that I need it, and if it doesn't happen in my... If it doesn't happen in the next couple of years, I think I might have to take matters into my own hands. Might have to break into Hollywood like, just for that. How does one go about, like, casting the Muppets? Like, who is their agent? Who's in charge of them? I feel as though one might have to contact Jim Henson Studios. Probably. I mean, that's what makes the most sense to me. Yeah, like, I just, like, am imagining any time somebody wants to make a movie with the Muppets in it, they have to call, like, each individual Muppet themselves and get them to, like, sign off on it. So, like, in the actual most recent Muppet movie. Yeah. Because that's what they do. Yeah, like, that's, that's what I want that's what needs to happen and i think that it would make for a nice little like pre-show like you go to the movie theater and like as you're coming like people are trickling in with their popcorn and whatever you just see a montage of this person on the phone with kermit and being like hey so i really want you for this movie and i think it'd be really neat and like rinse and repeat with all the muppets (laughs) i like that that sounds fun i'd like to be the the director of that short yeah i think it would be cute too to see like then be like, oh, like, do you have anything you want for your trailer? And just see the demands that these Muppets would yeah. come up with. Of, like, I need this or I'm not doing your movie. Oh, whatever um, thing I just remembered. Whichever band it was that was like, we have to have, like, a bowl of M&Ms in our dressing room with, like, all the brown M&Ms taken out. I think it's, like, ACDC or Aerosmith or some shit. Uh, but they, yes. but, like, they do that so they know that, every, like, they've actually, like, read through the contract Oh, that's smart. Because, like, I think some t- one time, like, there was some, like, pyrotechnics mishap or something, and somebody, like, almost died because someone, like, someone hadn't read the contract and, like, set things up properly. Oh, God. So I was like, that's really kind of genius. Yeah. I mean, like, it sucks for whoever, like, the one intern that you think yeah, that has to... on them. So like, you rid of all the brown ones. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you know, free chocolate. True, yeah. Because, like, what do you think they do with those? Do you think that they just eat them themselves? Probably. I mean, I that's would. what I would do. I think um, if I ever became famous, I would put something in there like that, but then I would be like, I need all the brown ones in a separate bowl. So I can still <laughs> eat them. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> that's a good question. I don't, what would my, like, dressing room demands be? I'm actually like, thinking about this now. I would try to come up with something, like, absolutely ridiculous, but still easy. Like, I don't want to yeah. make them end over backwards, mm-hmm. but, like, just try to come up with the most ridiculous thing I can, just for fun. Like, what a story for whoever was in charge of Yeah, for whoever it. had to set that up. You know what? Yeah. We can come back to that. That can be a question for our next episode. There's a little teaser for you. Next episode, you get to find out what we would want in our dressing rooms. If Um, I already know right now, one of my requirements would be that whoever's in my dressing room has to rotate a cow in their head. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'll have to figure out how you would like prove that that has happened. But that's something. But you have a week to think about that now. I (laughs) do. Okay, I think on that note, on that fun little teaser for our next episode, I think that's where we end it for today. 
Absolutely. I'm so excited. It's going to be good. I think it's going to be real good. And maybe I'll remember that thing that I thought of that wasn't technically a question, but would bring out strong emotions. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it, too, if I ever remember what the hell it was. <laughs> okay, thank you oh for God. watching. Thank you for listening. Um, keep a lookout for stream announcements, and we will see you again next week. Bye. Bye. I'm going to go read my immortal. <laughs> this week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Emily Whitney and produced by Maddie Robbins. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at EWIT789, and at MR5MAR. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature. Thanks for listening! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.